This week on Action Action, it's two for the price of one. We watched 1974's and 2009's The Taking of Pelham 123. 1.23 p.m. A crowded subway train starts its run from Pelham Station in the Bronx. 1.45 p.m. Four desperate, heavily armed men seize control of the train. Open the door or I'll blow your head off. Taking 17 people as hostages. Your attention, please. Now then, you'll all remain seated. Anybody who tries to rise is going to get shot. I do hope I have made myself understood. 2.13 p.m. The city of New York is given one hour to come up with a million-dollar ransom. You're out of your skull. No all units stand by on the double. What's up, Z? The train's been hijacked. Millions have read it. Now you can live it. The taking of Pelham. One, two, three. happening james nothing much big week yeah big week cool all right moving <laughs> on to dustin dustin yeah okay uh do you guys see ben affleck's back tattoo it's pretty sweet what no have you guys not seen this thing no hold on a second you tell me what you've seen have you seen this, this? have you heard about this <laughs> i heard somebody bit beyonce but that's about it yeah, bit man. beyonce yes. yeah somebody I mean, bitter I'm, I'm out of the loop on things on this world somebody somebody bitter and they won't say who. They won't say who? Yeah, it's like a secret. It was Dracula. No, it was Beyonce a real Beyonce is immortal now. No, a real person at a party. Bitter. Like an actress or something. Oh, I was like, they got like in a fight or something? And no. No. Oh, just We bitter. don't know. It's just out there. <laughs> it's just out there. Oh, yeah. What do we got here? What is that? I can I get a, a, can I get a, a close-up? Oh, it's a phoenix. Yeah. Uh, I can't see that it's picture. It's a gigantic phoenix. Just like his career, he rose from the ashes. What were the ashes, Jersey Girl? Yeah. Geely. Geely, yeah. I think he got Daredevil. it after his divorce. So that's pretty, that's pretty... It's beautiful. I mean, it's well done, it looks like. Well, sure, he's got the money. I mean, would, if you just, were that rich, would you get a shitty tattoo? I don't know. Why <laughs> would you get that on your back? I don't understand. Well, I think it's because he's like he's like a phoenix. He's like a, he's rising after his divorce. You know what? I think it's co- I think it's covering up his lower back tattoo that he had. You think he had a lower oh, back could, tattoo? I yeah, barbed wire with a rose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. A little more. That's solid. believable. It said it said uh, Matt Damon on it. It said wicked, oh, yeah. <laughs> wicked. wicked awesome. Yeah. I think it just said no fear. <laughs> No fear. Um, yeah. Do you think somebody has a Mozimo tattoo? <laughs> um, maybe. I bet you they do. It's a crazy world. Yeah. Stussy. Stussy, yeah, Stussy tattoo. Could be. Like up their leg. <laughs> like written in script. On their foot. <laughs> Billabong. Billabong. I guarantee there's some Volcom tattoos out there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, totally. Or what was the Vancouver Skull Skull, Skull skates? skates? Oh yeah, or Red Dragon. Do you know who was one of the people that started Skull Skates? Do you? Uh, this is not going to be easy to. I can't think of this guy's name. Have you seen the Burbs with Tom yeah. Hanks? Yeah, yeah I was just. Do you remember TV his like day. pudgy neighbor guy? That's yeah. crazy. Okay, that guy and his brother started Skull Skates. Really? Yeah, he was like a stand-up comedian before he was in some movies and stuff. 
Huh. Yeah, Burbs was just on. Great movie. I only just watched it like a few weeks ago for the first time. For the first time, what do you think? It was fun. It's a fun movie. Oh, I like it's it. very very eighties. Yeah, it's I, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Same director as uh, like Gremlins and stuff. Was, yeah. He always kind of has those those eighties weird kind of almost creature feature little weird things. Like he did Gremlins. He did like uh, what shit was that other movie he did? Now I'm now I'm totally blanking on it. Was it the Taking of Pelham One Two Three? It was not. <laughs> that was Joseph Sargent, right? And Tony or and, and Tony, Tony Scott. Scott, who did it better? Not Tony Scott. Spoiler alert. It wasn't Tony Scott. (laughs) No. But, uh, yeah. You guys have anything else you want to talk about? Did you watch anything? I watched Evil Dead 2. Yeah, you did. (laughs) For the first time? First time, yeah. I've seen the first one, like, quite a while ago. But the second one was pretty enjoyable. Yeah. Lots of blood. That's one of my all-time favorites. I watch it, like, almost every year. Yeah. So, so ridiculous. Anything <laughs> else? It's pretty ridiculous. Uh, did I watch anything? Oh, I've been watching... Have you guys seen The Terror? This new show on AMC? I heard about it. It's, like, about a boat. It's about, yeah, two ships. Uh, it's, like, 1845. They're trying to, like, chart a passage through the Arctic. Is Hulk they... Hogan in it? <laughs> no. Why would be, he be in oh, it? I think it would be good if he was well, in it. Well, he's in a show with a boat. Yeah, Oh. Yeah, <laughs> Th- Thunder, uh, Thunder, and Thunder, and Thunder and Paradise. Thunder Paradise. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, <laughs> what's going on? We're talking about the taking of Pelham One, Two, Three. Oh wait. Oh, so you don't want to hear about the rest of the no, show? No, no. Let's hear. About oh, the no. show. oh yeah, the terror. Uh, oh, so they are charting a passage through the Arctic, and then they get like frozen in place, like they can't move anymore. Mm. They're stuck there, and then uh, something is kind of like. We don't know what, but something is like sort of hunting them, them. and so they like start sending parties out to try to find a way to go through, like go through. It's like an orca. No. Is this on the history it's like channel? Something, some kind of monster. Uh, no, uh, it's on. It's, is it, <laughs> it's on the history channel. It, it should be. Is it James Hetfield? <laughs> what? Is it some kind of monster? <laughs> oh, good one. <laughs> Baboon. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's pretty cool. It's uh, um. It's creepy just, you know, it's one of those things that helps, it, the setting really helps make it creepy, you know? Ice. Well, ice being like totally isolated, isolated. In, in the middle of nowhere and all awesome. that kind of stuff. Isolated includes ice. Snow. Yeah. Ice. Isolated. Yeah. I don't know. I'm enjoying could it. I, a, I watched the first two. Could be a Kraken. It's got the guy that was on um, Mad Men, Ducky, was that his name? The guy that killed himself John on Mad Men? No. You know what I'm talking about? The, the British guy. Yeah. And he was also on Fringe as a bad guy. Yes. That guy is in it. And um, uh, the guy that played Caesar and the guy that played Brutus in Rome are both on it as well. Julius Caesar. Uh, I can't think of his name. He's like an Irish or he's a crazy guy. Sorry, Caesar. It's like Kieran Hines, I think. I don't think I watched anything I can think of. I watched these two movies. I wish I only watched one of them. Yeah. You didn't watch anything I'm the only else? one sitting pretty here because I only watched one of them. I watched 101 Dalmatians with my kids. Cool. That's a great flick. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, yeah, actually. It's a fun movie. We watched another movie with the kids too. I can't remember which one. They liked it. Oh, Up. I think it was Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they get sad? Uh, I'm not sure the emotional got, weight of that would really hit got, them at that point. They got scared of the dogs. They thought the dogs were scary. 
Oh, yeah. The mean dogs. Yeah. But other than that, they survived. So, the taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> I'll run down the plot. Pretty much in the original movie, what you've got is you've got uh, Mr. Blue, Mr. Green, Mr. Gray, and Mr. Brown. They all board this train in this early, was it early, yeah, early 70s, obviously, New York, on the subway. And they're, you don't know what they're doing, but they're, they're up to no good. They've all got packages and stuff. And they end up taking the train over. Um, the train is Pelham 123. And Walter Matthau plays a police detective, Garber. And he's kind of the hostage negotiator dealing with them. And we don't really know. They want a million dollars. Yeah, which I guess was big money in 1974. Sounds like a big, yeah. There's a, they make a huge deal of how much money it is. Yeah. Mayor of New York's like, oh, yeah, bankrupt yeah. He's like, we don't have it, yeah. Uh, the mayor was kind of a funny character. Um, yeah, I had never seen this. This was a first time viewing for me. One of the, so that's two in a row where I had never seen it. Oh, my God. Oh, my. What is happening? I've seen this movie before. Yeah. I really liked it when I saw it originally. and It stood up. My memories were <clears throat> correct. I've seen both these movies before. Really? You've seen the remake before? Yeah, I've seen the remake. I've seen the remake before. Oh, my God, before. and you watched it again? Yeah, I've seen it before, too. Yeah. Holy shit. I saw the remake after... I saw the remake, and then I watched the original. Oh, okay. Because I was so inspired by how good the, re- <laughs> the original was. By how much the remake... How good the remake... Uh, the remake is so amazing. So you're like, man, if the remake is this good... No. So to be clear, <laughs> James and I watched it. Yeah, you watched the remake. We watched I, the remake. I did not. And you did not. And we also watched the original. The, the the remake, let's say 2009, these guys have, uh, do they have any reason that they're doing it? Um, well, for money. They do it for that, money. That's it. There's, they don't seem, yeah. And uh, their characters are not flushed out in any way. Other than the train getting hijacked and them demanding a certain amount of money, a lot of it is completely different than the original. Yeah. 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 Well, they're not, uh, I see they're not called Mr. Blue, Mr. Green, Mr. Gray. They, they just don't have those names. I wonder, yeah. I'm wondering if they, they didn't do that because of Reservoir Dogs. Well, actually, because, uh, the original is based on a book, which in the book, he's called Ryder, not called Mr. Uh, Blue. hmm. So, the remake's actually more accurate to the book than. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a wonderful novel. Just in that, though. Like, just like the name. Yeah. Well, you don't get too much of, like, um, you know, they're not super fleshed out in the old one either. No, but, but you there's know like a lot. little, there's little things. You know there. a lot more about them. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're going you're gonna to, I'm well, going like, to take so your word I'm, for it. So in the 1974 one, um, you know, like, so, you know, Mr. Blue. He's like ex, ex, ex military. Yeah, ex military. He was a mercenary for a while. He, you know, Mr. Green is the guy that was the driver for the subway system. Yeah, right? yeah. He, he was a. He He's got fired fair. for yeah, uh, drugs. drugs. Yeah. 
Hector Elizondo plays Mr. Gray. He's he's great. He's, he's ex mobster. Yeah, mobster they guy. See, he he, he got kicked out of the mafia. Yeah, kicked out of the mafia. Don't they just like kill you? Not not <laughs> yeah. Mr. Gray. And then Mr. Brown is the guy with the stutter. We don't really we know, know anything, anything about, about him, him at all. Yeah, but you, they have, he's the neighbor. Oh, the end, he's the neighbor say, in um, Home Improvements. Yeah, he's the guy with the, over the fence. Is he really? His face. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Oh. Um, he, I guess the only, they do say something at the end when they're going through their identities and he says he's a pro from St. Louis. So I guess he's, you know, he's supposed to be a, a yeah, criminal. You one. get little tidbits about all of them. Um, I, I find them to be more interesting characters because they actually have like a person, they each have a distinct personality in the movie. Yeah. Whereas in the remake, there's just like bad Ryder, Ramos, Bashkin. Well, Luis Guzman and John Turturro are great. They're not. But John Turturro is uh, actually, he's a hostage negotiator. Oh, okay. Oh, so then what is Denzel? Um, so Denzel Washington is a, uh, he got demoted because he's being investigated for taking a bribe from the Japanese for a train job. <laughs> yeah, for like supplying trains to the New York. And then he's, yeah. What did he, he didn't do it though? Well, he says he did. He it. says he did it, but we don't really know. Yeah, but then at the end, the mayor is like, "The city's going to be behind you with the legal team." Oh, so that so leads you to believe back. that he did take the bribe. But so he's not in the same position as Walter Matthau's no. character. So yeah, Walter Matthau is a you know he's a lieutenant. He's a cop. Yeah, he's like the transit police yeah, yeah and in the cop. remake he's not a cop he's not a cop oh he's, he's not a cop even no no he's just a guy who runs the trains okay he's like a so more more like the frank character in the original like no the guy that's like organizing shit no. no like the the boss of all of them oh okay he would have been but he was demoted down to yeah what the frank to what the frank is. character is okay. yeah um yeah so this is exhilarating to listen to. <laughs> um, so in the original, I mean, what did you see so the first time you saw it? What did you think is your overall like of the plot? Overall, I liked it. The plot is pretty solid, I'd say. Uh, good, like well set up and interesting enough that you're, you know, trying to see how it's going to unfold and what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. We got that secret. Uh, there's a cop like on the train. I did guess which guy was the cop. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. I didn't guess. No, I I even seen the movie before and I couldn't remember. Oh yeah, yeah. I just had a feeling. I thought it was the black guy who gets hit in the face with the gun. Oh yeah, right. So there's some weird racial stuff going well, on. Well, the in this movie, movie is very yeah. much of its time. Yeah, there's a lot of racist stuff. There's a lot of uh, like, like sexist. Ma- Mathau's character, yeah, is a uh, kind of racist in this movie. I think. It, I think he's kind of racist, but I think that everybody is racist. Yeah, I guess. Like, they're straight racist to, like, the people. Like, they're making fun of the Japanese people. Yeah, they're making fun of those Japanese guys that are there. But they get to He's got the part where he gets in the car with that lieutenant that he's been speaking to on the radio, mm-hmm. and he finds out he's black, and he's like, oh, I thought you would be taller or something. Yeah, I thought you were <laughs> a lot shorter. Yeah. And then when he, and then when he does rescue that undercover hippie cop at the end he's like the ambulance will be here soon miss yeah (laughs) (laughs) the dick (laughs) i mean i guess he actually supposed to think that he was a lady i don't know the movie's really funny yeah there's some there's some pretty funny bits and there's a lot of really really funny lies lines 
Uh, not a lot of action, though. No, not a lot of action, but it's tense. Yeah, it's got it's suspenseful, and there's and the little bits of action they have are are well done, I'd say. Yeah. But there's probably like five minutes of action in this movie, if you were to cobble it all together. Yeah, the train sequence right. is cool at the end when it's uh, when it's like runaway, the like one car. That part was pretty good. I thought the old guy. <laughs> yeah. It has to. It has to stop. <laughs> it has to. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a favorite scene? Uh, the sh- I think the shootout in the in the tunnel near the end, when first Mister Gray turns on them, and he kill uh, Mister Blue kills him, and then they get in the shootout with the cop. Brown gets killed. Uh, that was probably my favorite part. Although I am a little bit confused. Why did Mister Blue decide to kill himself at the end? Because Spoil- he, he didn't. He didn't want to go to jail. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's why. Uh, I, it didn't. I didn't really seem to. It didn't really set it up in a way that felt like, oh, like this guy's just gonna rather take himself off the off the table altogether. Well, I think that's why he asked if they yeah, had he says, the death. Do, de- do you have the death penalty? Yeah. So, I don't know. It seemed a little like sudden to me. Then I guess in it. the remake, they make it more clear that he's not going back to jail. He can't do that. Right. And that's what I, I guess that's what I would have liked to have seen was a little bit of his backstory fleshed out so that I understood more about his motivation, I guess. But uh, I would have also liked to have seen a little bit more of the characters on the train, like getting to know them a bit more. But uh, yeah, but I mean, all in all, I thought it was pretty enjoyable. I don't, I don't know about getting to know the people on the train. You kind of get a sense of most of them. Yeah, it's but it's a light sense, like... Yeah, but they're they're really not anything. They could have been, you know, they're just hostages. None of them play. Yeah, but you spend a lot of time on the train, and so I was so interested in what Mister Green and Mister Blue were doing and stuff like that. Oh, like you wanted them to talk to one another to be like, just to flesh them out a little bit. Like even like say something like speed. You have, I think you even get a better sense of the people that are on stuck on the bus than. But those people help each. They help. Yeah, but that, like I kind of thought these people, like when they're by themselves and the train isn't running away, I, I would have kind of liked to have seen them like break into the root, the control thing and like stop the train themselves or something oh, like I see, that. I, I don't like that because it's like, it's setting it up as they're, these are just normal people. They're, they, then there's the, the cops who are the heroes in this movie. And then there's like the bad guys. So like, I think it would have been really, I don't know. I don't know. Cliche I, I, for them to break in and I stop guess, it, but they uh, wouldn't have been able to stop it anyway. Well, it's almost like the victims always have to be the victim, and somebody else has to save them. So even like the the subway system is what saved them. They didn't save themselves. The fact that there was a red light. Yeah. No, oh, that's an interesting way to put it. The subway system saved them. Yeah. yeah. Well, so it's like they're the victims. They're always the victims. Technically, whoever turned the red light on saved them. Well, yeah, yeah but, but the yeah, system, part of the system, yeah, because yeah. they had all green lights. Yeah, yeah, um, but you would think close to the end it would be red. It's not like it'd be green right into the. It was supposed to be green all the way. Well, they said to a certain they station said, or whatever, yeah. but yeah, so I guess at some point they passed that station, and I don't know. I've never been on the subway. You never what? I've never been on the subway. Okay, Dustin has. Yeah. 
Destin, is it like that? Yeah. Um, the one time I was on a runaway train. Yeah. Uh, what happened? We did eventually hit a red light. Did you all make Really? <laughs> oh, yeah? So did, wait, in, Well, in, I actually broke into the thing. I was going to say, in, <laughs> I stopped, oh, you stopped it. In your okay. scenario, did you guys all become friends? You're all better off for knowing each other? Yeah. Learned a little bit? <laughs> it's actually weird being on the trains because there are like weird little things happening that you observe and like interactions between people like New York is a crazy place and I, I don't know you just see funny weird things that you think that's like a scene from a you would expect to see in a movie or a tv show or something oh man you see some crazy shit on the train like even when i was in calgary you see like i rode the train to work and home every day for like four or five years and you see all sorts of wacky shit yeah yeah so yeah i can't imagine what it's like in new york like that much more uh, concentration of people. Yeah. And so you get, you know, I don't know, you just see weird interactions. And uh, I remember like a pregnant lady got in on the, the train we were on, but like, you know, everyone is kind of not really paying attention. But then this like one guy got all upset. He's like, no one's going to give this lady a, a seat. <laughs> like, he's yeah. just like getting all worked up and stuff. Yeah. But I don't know, just weird little things. So I, I don't know. I guess I kind of would like to have seen a little bit more interaction between the, the train people. But yeah, the trainees. The trainees. Do you have a favorite scene, James? Uh, my favorite scene is the end of the movie, like when the he sneeze. he with the sneeze. That that's my favorite. Walter Matthau like looks in like he's it's the end of an episode of <laughs> The Odd Couple. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's kind of like it. I feel like the whole movie leads up to that facial expression right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of funny. It was weirdly comical. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I know. I throughout the movie. I thought it was really funny. I thought it was a really good script. Well, it's a made for TV movie, isn't it? Isn't that what you said? No, I, I thought that when we were talking about it before, oh. there is a 19, like 98 or something TV remake before oh. this Denzel one. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, I think I had gotten that confused. So when I heard a lot of swearing in this it, movie for a made-for-TV yeah, yeah. movie, like the mayor is like, "Fuck shit, piss" or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I guess the order he says those in is the same order of the. There's like seven words you can't say. The yeah. like George yeah. Carlin shit, piss, yeah. fuck, cunt, yeah. Yeah. cocksucker, motherfucker. <laughs> I think my favorite scene, the, the shootout, was pretty good. The little quick action burst. When There's they, a couple little short shootouts, right? Like yeah. they shoot out of the train a bit at those cops and stuff. I'd say my least favorite action sequence was when the hippie cop jumped out of the and train and fell. What a fucking rolled. idiot. Is that the worst jump in any action movie? I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't look cool at all because he fucks up and like kind of hurts he, himself. He like jumps out and like fall jumps. Yeah. And he's like all messed up and like can't move. I guess it's probably more what would actually happen in real life if you jumped off the back of a speeding train. <laughs> but... He was looked like he was gonna be all fucking like heroic. He like jumps up, like yeah. psh, pulls out his gun off his like ankle holster, and then just falls out of the train and gets hurt. Although I guess he does still manage to kill Mister Brown and uh, engage with the Mister Blue. He looks like Jesus. Jesus was black. <laughs> he looks like the. I white Jesus was a Jesus. woman. Jesus was black. God's a woman. Oh, yeah, God's a woman. Jesus was trans. Oh. Jesus was trans. Well, he was, uh, never mind. 
he, he, he transubstantiates all the time. Isn't that what it's called? Mm-hmm. When you eat the right, yeah, you eat the flesh and then drink the blood. I don't understand why you're making this a religious podcast. I don't know. I don't really have much to say about the movie, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. No? I don't know. Like, it's it's a good movie. It's entertaining. I liked it. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I just don't know what. Uh, it kind of is what it is. I don't know. It's kind of a tough one. Yeah, I mean, it's not really an action movie. It's like a thriller kind of thing or a heist movie kind of. But um, I picked it off that list. Yeah, off that Rotten Tomatoes yeah. best action movies list. And I agree. It's kind of hard to talk about in the sense of an action movie. Like, I really loved it, but it's kind of also hard to talk about it when... I guess, but like, what makes it so that you really love it? I just like what about I it? I love the I love the characters. I love the like the acting. I, love, I thought the script was really good. Like acting, is it, the acting is really good. I thought that sure. the the tension was really great. I like let's if I compare and contrast it like to uh, 2009. So like you've got Robert Shaw playing Mr. Blue. He's like so calm. He's like in control. Mm-hmm. Like everything's going down. Oh, Travolta doesn't and play it that way. <laughs> Travolta plays it like a fucking lunatic. Of course like, he does. He's so scared. Like he has no real plan. Like it, everything goes off the rails. Um, Mr. Blue. Pun intended. Yeah. Mr. G- yeah, Mr. Gray and Mr. Brown are like these like wild cards, especially Mr. Gray. Yeah. But like you get this like such a, there's such a, like, especially there's Mr. Gray. There's so much. Them. Yeah, yeah. And there's tension between like little things that they do with the passengers and stuff like that. Um, whereas in the remake, they're just a bunch of fucking thugs. Yeah. There's like randomly, there's so much gunfire. Yeah. Like there's always, they're constantly firing into the roof of the train. It's like, <laughs> and it's just so lame. It's a good way to go deaf. Jeez. Um, <laughs> I thought, and like I said, I thought it was just really funny and I, I can't do it justice, but like I thought the, the delivery of like these like mundane kind of lines or like a little look that somebody gives, especially like, especially Walter Matthau, who's like hilarious. Um, Jerry Stiller as the other cop. Yeah. He's yeah. got a funny, a couple, couple funny, funny lines. Bits. Well, they deliver the lines pretty quick. A lot of them. And then you're like right away on to another. Yeah. And I thought the movie just moved really, really well. Like, there's no time when I was bored or anything like that. Like, I thought the pacing was, like, really, really good. I liked their plan, too. And I liked, you know, when they got out and they switched, they, they turned their coats inside out and got rid of their glasses and hats and fake mustaches and stuff. Yeah, and they, they have a plan and they, like, follow through. And if they just follow through but, on their plan, they would have gotten away. Right. But the other one, well, if that hippie cop wasn't there, too. Or also, technically, they wouldn't have gotten away because they would have found the conductor so I guess yeah um and so in the new one they don't have a plan like that they're not disguised or anything they're just no a bunch of guys no he just John Travolta just looks like a fucking asshole <laughs> he's got this like he does he, like, he looks like oh, he's got a handlebar mustache yeah if you looked at like him, a really bad one it looks like it's drawn on yeah oh man I want to see that now. he's got a neck tattoo yeah he's got like these um cross earrings in like, and what's his, what's their um they're just doing it they're just doing a robbery is do yeah. we learn anything about well, him as a character well you actually learn that 
the whole hijacking and the the money they want is kind of like a cover to drive the stock market down. Yeah. And then you sh- they show him later. <laughs> Your expression what? is present. It's, it's, it's a real Bane situation. They, sh- they show later him on a laptop and like a bank account of, I forget how much it's it like was. $350 million. Because yeah. it was like driving the stock prices down. So he, I guess he was shorting everything. Okay. Okay. So here's wow. the other thing that it's pisses like me off. Multi levels. <laughs> I know 2009 wasn't that long ago, but technology has come a long way since 2009. Mm. So they're in the subway, and there's this fucking guy who's video, like, messaging. What is it called? Like streaming. Streaming with his girlfriend, this kid. He's like video streaming with his like girlfriend, like a little sexy time. It's like I don't fucking believe that. You could do that. This punk kid doesn't have that technology. Two thousand nine. Yeah, on his lap on his laptop. On his laptop. If you could do anything like video conference kind of. I think you could. I don't think. I don't think you could do it from your laptop in the subway station. And then that these live streams like so like he drops the computer and it goes like gets kicked underneath a a a bench. Bench. So it's like point. It's like showing everything that's it's happening. Like live streaming. So he's like, "Babe, put it on our put it on our channel," because that means it's before YouTube. Uh-huh. What? No. When did YouTube start? Well, I don't know, but he didn't say put it on YouTube or put it on Facebook or anything. YouTube would already existed in two thousand nine. Yeah, I'm sure it would have. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's dumb, and the, the the there's no the menace of the of the remake is just. Guys just wildly shooting guns. Okay, so then you've Isn't got... Is one of them a train operator? Yeah, Luis Guzman. Yeah. He's a train operator. Why is he doing it again? I think he got fired. So yeah. just like that. Instead of having a cold, he has a bandage on his nose. Yeah, and they never explain why he has a bandage on yeah, his nose. Interesting choice, Luis. Plus, <laughs> plus he gets shot... I think because, my character's got a bandage. <laughs> plus he gets shot because a rat crawled into a sniper's pant leg while he was laying down. <laughs> I mean, the, oh, because they never give an explanation for why the sniper shoots in the old one. Which I think is better. Because they, well, they do kind of give an explanation. Mr. Blue is like, they did it because they were nervous. And they've been out there for a really long time and somebody got an itchy. It's on edge, yeah. And which is like... That's an that's per, more real a personal <laughs> like it's a personal um like a realistic way of looking at the situation and he's like he doesn't react the yeah. way oh, that kills, Travolta would do he kills uh that the train employee guy yeah but he doesn't like go nuts that's what I mean yeah he's not over the top he's he always does everything with control for sure. Yeah, yeah. Where okay, so then Travolta get, does not. So get this then. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> so I can picture it. In in the remake, Denzel Washington, not a cop, like not right. that you need to be a cop to do this. But what I mean is he has no training in any kind of like, um, what's the what do the mind hunters do? They, profiling. Profiling. He has right. no profiling, no nothing. Right. So he's like he's talking, just a train employee. He's just a train employee. He's mm-hmm. really good with trains. And making them run on time. Yeah, so, which they show that at the beginning. There's a whole sequence where he's like, okay, you do this and you do this. Right. And then so we know he's real yeah. competent yeah, he's, in his job. He's real good. Yeah. So he's like talking to Travolta. He's talking to a rider with a Y. And he's like taking notes while he's doing it. And then the Totoro shows up. Is it, does he show up there? 
Yeah, he shows yeah, up. Yeah, and he's like, it's, I'll take over for now. He's like, I'm a negotiator, yada, yada, yada. And he, all of a sudden, uh, Denzel Washington, Garber, is like, I think he's a Catholic. Um, I think he's a financial guy because he said this thing about finances. I made some notes. Yeah, he's like, I think he's a Catholic because he said original sin. And it's like, shut the fuck up. And then all the, it all comes out to be true. Oh, God. Yeah. Should have been, he missed his calling. Should have been an investigator. Well, I did, I, yeah. And then James Gandolfini's the mayor. And they're like, how do you know all this stuff, Denzel? And he's like, oh, because I've played a cop in other movies before. Yeah. He's like, training day. Yeah. Um. So then uh, James Gandolfini's the mayor. Oh, my favorite scene, by the way, in the original might actually be the scene at the mayor's office. At yeah, the mayor's house, yeah, you know, with his wife and with the his wife. advisor guy and stuff. But yeah, his like his whoever the actor is that plays the assistant I, yeah. mayor. I was I was looking at his. Uh, he's awesome. I know I've seen him in something recently, but I couldn't figure out what it was. He was great. Yeah, he's really good. Um, so James Gandolfini's the mayor. He plays more of like a. He's like on the fucking subway. So this is what happens. So the, somebody takes over the train, right? So then Gandolfini's on the subway with his like team. Of like advisors and okay. whatever, and these cops, as the cops, or somebody just comes on the train, is like uh, the subway. Sta- the subway train has been taken over by terrorists. Yeah, right on the, right train, on the train with just, all these other people. Yeah, it's like if Trump ran New York. It's like he's just like these people have no dec- like. There's, there's apparently there's no protocol for when things happen. You just yell things out. Yeah. On train tracks, and then they discuss what to do. <laughs> Right there. And I know that that's like... <laughs> Very professional. And it just is like, oh, it's just these little things. Like, so everything that the original does so well. It's just a whole bunch... It's just like a bunch of little dumb things that make everything dumb. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> Plus in the remake, there's consistently, consistently a train going by. Yeah. That's the weirdest thing. The whole movie. It's so going, noisy. B- going by like the one that they're in? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Going by the one they're in. Huh. So on the other side, there's right, always yeah, yeah. constantly lights. Because they're still running. Yeah. Huh. Weird. Well, why would you send a subway car? Yeah, let's just. Well, we gotta keep, we gotta keep it going. So we'll just keep these trains going past this terrorist situation. That's yeah. It doesn't make any sense. In uh, like in progress. I this, think we know that they're in the subway. Also, this is post nine <laughs> eleven. Like, no. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's post nine eleven. They're, like they don't follow any rules, and I think that that kind of like certain things you can get away with before and after stuff, right? But they're in New York City mm-hmm. in yeah. a subway. And they've taken it over. So at the end of the the remake, um, Travolta makes Denzel Washington shoot him because I'm not going back to prison. Denzel shoots him. He shouldn't even have a gun. Yeah, why does he have a gun? Oh, because they have this whole thing where they have to drop the money off. It's in all these duffel bags. Yeah, and Travolta and, wants Denzel to drop, uh, drop the money off. Which is actually... So it's, how many duffel bags are there? Is there one duffel bag? There's two how per much, guy. Uh, how much okay, money so are they asking for so in this one? $10 million? $10 million. So here's the funny thing. The great line in the original when they go pick up the money, the two cops. Yeah. And um, the one cop looks... It's not how much it weighs, it's what you can buy. Yeah, such a great line. 
And then it's just that little bag, right? And that's realistically what a million dollars would be. In this movie, it's like hockey bags (laughs) of money. It's like it's all in ones. ones. (laughs) And it's got it from the strip club. But it's so it's so dumb. Like it's 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 talking so down to everybody and being like, you guys are stupid. Big money, big bags mean big money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I think that in um, in the original they. If there's ever a question of like, oh, why are they doing this? They've somehow explained it in like an, a comment or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like you understand how the entire train system works with the introduction of the Japanese convoy. Right. Yeah. As he's like talking and walking through it. Right. You know, everything there is to know about the subway that you need to know because of that introduction. Mm-hmm. So it's like really it's a everything's done in a really smart way. Is there is there more action stuff in the I imagine in the remake? Not really. No. No. There's. Uh, there's I mean, more shooting. There, <laughs> there's way more shooting. The remake is flawed in so many ways, uh, especially from like the way it's shot, and like it's just shot like a Tony Scott movie. Right. The one scene, Edit, like super choppy edits and everything. Yeah, I talked to Aaron. He said this might be Tony Scott as most Tony Scott. <laughs> there's like one scene where the the camera is circling. That's handsome. Circling the mayor oh like God. three or four times. Keeps circling around <laughs> the mayor. They're just like, sta- yeah, they're standing on a street corner and it just keeps circling. And I'm like, I'm actually getting nauseous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah foof. His movies are sometimes... And he got worse and worse as he was going, as he went, I thought, for that, that style that he did. With Domino. Yeah, Domino is particularly terrible for that. Man on Fire was like that, though. It is, but not. I don't think to the same degree. Like, like you saw that style from him, and it just kind of just got worse and worse. Like he was just more and more edits, like more fucking crazy camera spinning, whatever. Like all this shit. It is. It is like all it is is lights and camera movement and flashing and cut, cut, cut. Like yeah, edit, like edit, edit, cuts, edit, yeah. edit, 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 like. Yeah. It's really unwatchable. <laughs> it's, it, it, and Travolta is... Travolta is at his most Travolta. <laughs> he's like... Travolta <laughs> is like... He's he's conjuring Nick Cage at times. Like, yeah. And he, this fucking guy. Can he go like one movie without laughing constantly? Yeah. <laughs> like he's so proud of his laugh. Well, he he thinks he's no, he's he, no Emilio. Let me tell. Yeah, well, he thinks he plays like a really good like psychopath, like yeah, crazy. He's just, but he's just over the top. Like, yeah, it's just not believable at all. Yeah, I, I believe that he might be a psychopath. Yeah, in real life. <laughs> yeah, not in this movie. <laughs> not in this movie. <laughs> the music is terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's got a good cast like Torturo and Guzman. Those guys Guzman, are great. Guzman does nothing. You gotta. Oh, that's too bad. He has nothing. Why even have him? Torturo wasted. Gandolfini. Gandolfini. Denzel. Gandolfini completely wasted. I mean, Denzel's a great actor, but he, does, he does a lot of shitty movies. Denzel's so. great. Yeah. I mean, you, he does everything right, but his character is dumb. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because so, so there's a part part where. He admits that he stole the money. He this is a long story about like taking a bribe because he's trying to. Like, I think Travolta's pushing him. Well, 
what he's doing is he uh, he took one of the hostages and said, you tell me that you took that bribe or I'm going to shoot this kid. And he gives him like, I'm going to shoot this kid in five seconds. Yeah. And then he yeah. counts it out. And then he's like, fine, I took it. I took the money. How did you do it? And then he explains. Yeah. Oh, so but he so he did do it. Well, we don't we don't know if he's just saying. I think you're led to believe to that he did it. See, yeah. I yeah, it doesn't make any sense for his character though. I don't think this movie looks like a fucking NCIS episode <laughs> at times. Yeah, uh, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, and you know how much it's everybody one of the most wants popular to sit shows ever. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's terrible. It's like it's cut together like an NCIS promo. Yeah. Wait, are we thinking NCIS or CSI? NCIS. NCIS. I don't know if I can really speak to the look of that show. I've only seen, I've seen little the, bits. Well, says, that's what I'm talking. I've seen the commercials. Okay, CSI. Same difference. Oh, because CSI has that like dark sort of. I can see yeah. like same with Tony Scott yeah. style. Kinda. CSI. Okay, you CSI, and it is works better with like the lights flashing and the yeah yeah. Long story short. 74 was a good year, and 2009 was a terrible year for film. <laughs> but how about wine pairings for these films? Wine pairings for the films. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what do we got to talk about? I mean, quotes. You guys got favorite quotes in the original? I don't know. I, a, I don't really. I have like a super cut of... I'll make a super cut of all my favorite quotes. There was a lot of little lines that I liked, but I don't know if any, there was one that really stood out to me as like the best or anything. <laughs> they just drew first blood? Oh, yeah. Jerry Stiller says that, I think. Yeah. Uh, I did like the part with uh, Mr. Blue and Mr. Gray where he's like, I've killed a man for speaking to me like that before. And then Mr. Gray is like, well, that's the difference between me and you. And he's like, I, I do my own killing. <laughs> I had a man killed. Yeah, I had a man killed. Yeah, he said, I right. had a man killed yeah, for right. speaking to me like that. Um, Yeah, Hector, Hector Elizondo is fantastic. Yeah, he's great. He's really great. That's probably the youngest I've seen him in a movie. <laughs> I, I This is kind of like maybe a little lame, but they really did look a lot different when they took off their yeah. mustache, like their hats. Yeah. And their, it, was like sho- it was a shocking difference. Yeah. But yeah, my overall reaction to the movie is I really liked it. Overall, my reaction's a nine. I gave it an 8.4 overall. And fucking... The other Pelham, I gave a three. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I guess well, I gave six and six, it turned out, for me. Yeah, and um, overall, my reaction was a seven, so that, and it works out to 6.4 with everything else. And and then the remake uh, reaction is to overall 2.2. It's a bad movie. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's not even fun. Yeah. Well, like we were talking about. Um, I could see how it would be an arduous viewing. Like Young Guns. Young Guns is at least fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I mean, at the end, at the end of the remake, it was just like, you know, why is there? Why is this happening? Why is that happening? There's like a helicopter on a like hovering at a bridge but it's not hovering it's just continuously doing circles yeah, yeah, that's the thing and it's like what so the fuck the, re- the helicopter is just like doing it's doing like like a circuit like it just keeps going in like a, a small circle around and around and around it could just sit there 
But why? Yeah, but why? Doesn't look cool. No. It's, it's just... <laughs> As soon as you start like watching the movie and like paying attention to what's actually going on, nothing makes any sense. Yeah. It's like James said with the trains going by. Like it's so distracting and then you're like why would that even be happening? Yeah. Well, you guys have painted a appealing picture. So overall, so what 6.9? 6.9 which ties it with Vanishing Point and Lethal Weapon. Mm. For me, it's behind both, but I can. I'm betting it's going to end up in the middle. For me, I put it above both. Really? Oh, I, really? I, I We're not going to have a consensus here. I really liked it. For me, it goes in between. Yeah. Well, that means it goes in between. I guess so. Yeah, because we're on either side, and he's in the middle. Because, uh, well, I didn't really like Vanishing Point because I don't understand Vanishing Point, but <laughs> and I would, l- I'd probably watch Lethal Weapon before I'd watch, yeah, this. And as an, as an action movie too, as no, a, yeah. Weapon is- I have a heart. Yeah, I could be convinced that it's below Lethal Weapon, but it doesn't really matter because it's going to go in between anyway. Bang! Right in the middle. What does that make it? Number what? Eleven. Eleven. Above Commando and above True Lies and above Enter the Dragon. Above Commando. Bullshit. (laughs) How did Commando get down there? Commando's in 14th spot right now. God damn it. It just keeps going down. Start watching a lot more shitty movies. Yeah, it can't. It can't go. <laughs> if it drops can't below 20, twenty, I'm gonna kill myself. It can, it's, Commando could easily go below twenty. Well, we're gonna have to redo it, and it's gonna have to get bumped up. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> I think the next bunch of movies we're gonna watch is gonna be all about it. Well, the next movie is definitely gonna bump it. Well, what's kicking <laughs> off next week then? We're gonna start. We're gonna start our superhero month. Yeah. So yeah, the next movie we're gonna watch is Avengers. <laughs> How's that going to work? We've discussed this already. Oh, I forget. Yeah. <laughs> so right. we're going to watch Avengers. Get ready for superheroes who wear tights <laughs> and masks. <laughs> and do things when they fly through the air and may, maybe jump and maybe just run on the ground. And I don't know, things with their swords and... Punches. Um, Lasers and Laser stuff. beam guns. Thor doesn't wear tights or a mask. He wears a helmet. Yeah. So do cart like so does construction cape. workers. He's got a cape, god damn it. Okay. So I don't understand. I'm just saying he's not wearing a costume. He doesn't wear an outfit. He wears his clothes. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. Um, please check us out on Facebook on Instagram. If you like us, tell a friend. Uh, like and uh, rate the podcast. Uh, See you next week.